Welcome to episode 214 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined once again by my partner in crime, Ollie Spake. Hi, Ollie. Hey, Mel. How are you? I'm good. Hey, we got the keys to the Ferrari. The Ferrari. I must admit I've had to Google. I don't know whether I should be ashamed or proud as, as a kid to not know the references of, of our adults. Ferrari, I think, is right rather than a Porsche. In either case, I obviously have some movie watching to do. But uh, yes, we have the keys. <laughs> and we're referring to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I will also admit that I've never seen either. That's just a movie that the parents have watched. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. But realistically, who takes movie references from parents, right? <laughs> Sorry, man. Just kidding. Just kidding. Look, we are once again entrusted with this very fine automobile or pod, as it were. Yeah. Fantastic to be back. I think we've graduated from L plates to P plates. I think so. I hope so. You know, we're, we're, we're close enough, right? What's a test? Uh, we, we'll be back on the 1st of January. Yes, that'll be the um, the proof of how well we drive this, I suppose. I know. And thank you to Mel Erbacker for entrusting us to take the pod forward into hopefully a more prosperous and park runny uh, 2021. And we must also thank Danny and Nicola for welcoming us uh, to the park run fold. That was very uh, nice words and warm welcome from them. Absolutely. If we can have even half as much fun and enjoyment as Mel has and obviously Scotty uh, when he was on the pod and all of the Channel 5 news crew uh, in their fantastic time uh, being a part of the co-hosting menagerie. And I say menagerie in the kindest way possible, by the way. <laughs> Big shoes to fill. We have absolutely loved and adored what Mel has done. And it's a yeah, it's an honour to be having this opportunity to continue. Likewise, Danny and Nicola and, and all of the people that have been just lovely in welcoming us, despite our, our chats around all things that really aren't too much about parkrun this year. <laughs> Yeah, so back to the co-hosts that aren't park running. Last week when Mel and Mark were both fortunate to have actually done a real-life park run. Yeah, what well, wasn't that special? I'm assuming it's it's close to nine months since we've had two legitimate park running co-hosts, but in the spirit of sharing it around, not everyone's fortunate enough to have a park run right now. Many of us still have our not park runs, um, so we're, we're here to uh, certainly to continue the love for the not park run as well. Savour the fact that uh, many of our Channel 5 news crew and many of our park running family out there are enjoying real life park runs. Yes, and while we're at that, um, love goes out to our friends in the UK who are back into uh, some sort of form of lockdown and finding it tough and returning to their, um, well, not park running, I suppose, but isolation, I guess. I certainly can understand that uh, being from what we've been through recently in Victoria. It's hard going back into that. Mentally, it's hard. Once you've sort of done it once, knowing that it's got to happen again, it's a bit tough. Yeah, so to our UK listeners, we are thinking of you and hope to give you a little bit of um, encouragement that your efforts will be beneficial and, yeah, Parkrun hopefully can return in the near future. It's not easy pulling yourself out of bed for a not parkrun. I can't begin to imagine what it's like in the snow, so hats off. To anyone taking that on, obviously, yeah, any of, any of that Northern Hemisphere weather right now will be a challenge for the motivation. Keep Sending in the thoughts, you know, sharing your experiences. Uh, we'll send all the love we can your way. I, I suppose on the theme of park running and, and doing real life park runs, Mel, have you done a real life park run yet? I did. 
I did, I did, I did. <laughs> so it wasn't last week, but it was the week before and I went to Tasmania. I had four nights away in Launceston in Tasmania with my mum for her 75th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mum. I know. So Alice Palace Park Run was put on pause while we visited Kate Reed Park Run for event number six. Kate Reed is in a nature recreation area in the southern outskirts of Launceston, and it's only about a 10-minute drive from the CBD. The nature reserve is a network of mountain bike trails, so they're narrow and tight and twisty, uh, which made for lots of leaping over roots and rock. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah poor Mum, like 75, and I uh, went... Happy birthday, Mum. Mum didn't make the stat club, did she? Don't trip over. (laughs) No, she didn't. No, she did really well. Is the course uh, hilly, Mel? It is, yeah. And, you know, beautiful. So it's in amongst uh, eucalyptus, so very, very Aussie bush. I didn't see any wildlife, but Mum um, told me she saw an echidna rustling and on the off the side of the track. To me, as a Victorian, the course is very... Wonderland Two Bays, which is um, for our fellow trail runners, will appreciate that. Um, quite a mix of those two events combined. It was, yeah, very beautiful. It was only a small course too. It was only 42, I think, was the uh, total for the day. A more intimate park. Yes, it was. And so the RD Ruth recognised my ugly singlet and happily told me about meeting Mel at a visit to Kiwana Park Run. Oh, right. And uh, so I mentioned to her that it was mum's birthday and then as mum crossed the line, the volunteers all sang happy birthday to her. So she felt really special. That's, that's lovely. That's uh, true intimacy there. You're already part of the family. I know, right? So, and, and But we had to hurry off. Um, there wasn't too much hanging around afterwards because we were told that the boom gates shut at 10 a.m. to the reserve. So <laughs> it was already after 10 when we finished. So we had to hurry out um, and take ourselves off for a brunch. But yeah, uh, but I've got to say, so the best part and the unexpected part, uh, the feeling of excitement to get that results email, because as much as I have tried my hardest to recreate Park Run from my own home, that is something that I hadn't, you know, you can't really recreate getting that results email and seeing your stats change on the website. You can't fake that. So the little thrill that I got when that results email came in that really took me by surprise actually like just getting that feeling back is that when it really hits you mel you know you, you're back at park run with some fellow park runners i mean you've you've recreated some of that at ellis palace but uh, the results email is the point of difference it was yeah and i hadn't really expected that like we turned up and i was like oh yeah it just felt normal like oh yeah back at park run oh yeah there's the flags there's people in high vis have a chat to you know the people standing around and of course, mum wants to go around telling everybody we're from Melbourne, everybody that we saw, we're from Melbourne. We're from, I'm like, would you stop telling people we're from Melbourne? Cause, you know, to the rest of the country, it was like, oh, Victorians. <laughs> you get a few second glances at this point in time, don't you? Yes. You just wanted to tell everybody. I was like, uh, keep that a bit quiet, mum. But no, it was it was really good. And definitely, yeah, getting that results email was, was really the catalyst. But it was a brilliant weekend. Um, the weather was really nice in Tassie. It, it wasn't too cold, which, you know, it can be because that's obviously – That's Tassie. That's Tassie, yeah. So, yeah, no, we had really good weather and I just wish I could go back every week. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Is that a park run you had picked out for some time? Uh, what, what drew you to uh, to Kate Reed specifically? I don't know. I was I was chatting online to Brendan Peel about touristing, and I don't know. I think he said 
I think he said he was going. He actually went last week. I saw Brendan. Brendan met up with some other tourists and he also did Kate Reid. So Kate Reid's had a busy couple of weeks. They'll be used to the Victorians now, that's for sure. And being that it was it due to launch prior to the COVID lockdown, but didn't get to launch. So it has only launched since Tassie's come back from from their lockdown. So, yeah, they've now done seven events. We were there for event six. I mean, that's fantastic. Well done to the Kate Reid team. It's certainly takes a lot of effort to start a park run, but to to start one in uh, this post-COVID and obviously COVID-safe framework from park run, yeah, great work. And here's the funny thing. So I booked this accommodation. I just went on to Airbnb and booked my accommodation and didn't really pay too much attention. I just wanted somewhere reasonably priced and close proximity to Launceston. And once mum and I checked in and I sort of just opened up Google to have have a little look about what, you know, where the local supermarket was, I realised that our accommodation backed on to Windsor Precinct Park Run. I couldn't have got close <laughs> to another park run if I had tried, and but ironically, that wasn't the park run we were doing. Yeah, I can. Anybody out there needs to go to Tassie to do Windsor Precinct. I can put you onto a really good little Airbnb. Excellent. Obviously, there's some good choice in Launceston. So it sounds like Kate Reed's one for the trail runners, maybe. Yeah, those that, that want a bit more undulation. Yeah, if you're clumsy, you don't want to go there. <laughs> Stack club. Mel, the trip to Tasmania, th- there may have been another reason why you took that trip. Why was that? Oh, well, yes, Ollie. The plan was I was supposed to be graduating from uni. I completed a degree mid-year, but during the pandemic, all university graduations were cancelled. So when I got an email to say I could do a December graduation, I thought, beauty, there's an excuse to go to Tassie the same weekend as my mum's birthday because I do generally take mum away for a weekend for her birthday and um, and I can get a park run in because Tasmania's back. Yep. And it all seemed like it was falling into place and I had to request leave from work, which took probably a couple of weeks. And by the time I did get my leave granted and went back to the uni and said, right, I'm coming, they said, oh, we've changed the dates. (laughs) No uni graduation that day. So I didn't actually get to do my graduation, sadly. So a not graduation. And I, yes. Oh well, you know, after the year that we've had, um, I've um, I've well and truly put that to bed. Yeah. No. Well, look. Congratulations, Mel. Uh, I hope you you celebrated that graduation another way. Thank you. Yeah. No. That that's fantastic. And and incidentally, what did you graduate from? I did a degree in dementia care. So excellent. Learned a lot about neurology and um, just how how the how the brain is affected. And you know what? i got to say, during my study, a lot of my assessments, relate. I related back to Parkrun just with the evidence that there is with the benefits to the brain from, you know, physical activity, social connectiveness. You know, I based in my last, in my last unit, I did base my main assessment um, around, you know, the benefits of park running. I'm sure my tutors were absolutely sick of hearing about park running. <laughs> It's very true. And, and look, it's not for everyone, of course, but you know, there are obviously many different angles to, to enjoy and to embrace a park run and opportunities for those benefits. Well, in the UK, they're actually, park runs actually partnered with um, Dementia Research UK, something, I've forgotten the exact terminology of it, but yeah, they are partnered. Excellent. That's my aim in life is just to get more people more, um, yeah, the more people we can get active, the healthier our brains will be. So, Absolutely. 
there you go. It can help with your cognitive your cognitive health. No, that that's brilliant. And and um, again, well done, Mel. Thanks. So anyway, Ollie, New South Wales Park Run, it's coming back. Yes. Yeah. This weekend. We're in a very exciting week for me personally uh, as a New South Wales-based park runner. Um, so for all of our listeners out there, I'm sure many, uh, particularly our Australian listeners, would know, but New South Wales park runs have been given the green light to to get all of their ducks in order and um, you know, where possible to, to kick off from as early as this weekend right through for the next few weeks into the new year. So we've got a smattering of real-life park runs coming up and a few over the, the Christmas and New Year period. Um, but, yeah, just, just in time for some very special dates, Mel. Shell Harbour, how, how's the um, preparations going at Shell Harbour? Uh, look, the excitement's there. A lot of the preparation's done. Like many of our events, um, it's uh, just a, a matter of waiting for all of the right permissions to be in place. We obviously want to start with the right framework and make sure that the environment there is for set up for everyone's you know, safety and well-being. But, you know, can't wait to have everyone back. So whether that's this weekend, we still don't know. Um, hopefully by the time that people are listening to this podcast, we'll know because uh, it may be this weekend. But at the very least, you know, some good opportunities for people to get out and get their barcode scanned other than in the ACT for those uh, New South Wales park runners that have uh, already found themselves uh, scanning in, in our, our local neighbours there. All the um, borders in Australia are now open. So we are free. Mm. If we if we wish to visit the other states that are that have started, although I guess it's not encouraged to go touristing at the moment, um, to o- overwhelm event teams when they're finding their feet post COVID. Well, that that's right, and and obviously there are some great opportunities uh, for anyone that is finding themselves there to volunteer as well. Obviously, there's a there's a good well a, a healthy need for barcode scanners. With the new app, which I haven't tried yet myself, you haven't used the app. I haven't used the new app yet. I'm I'm very eagerly awaiting the opportunity to um to get in and try it in in action. It's fabulous. We because juniors is app only, so ah, it's yes. yeah, it it's brilliant. Can highly recommend. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. When whether it's Shell Harbour this weekend or, or another option, we'll see. I mean, I. <laughs> I had, um, you know, we, we all had our own thoughts around when park runs coming back, and uh, ha- you know, I had the opportunity at least for some freedom runs. But as you say, there's nothing quite like the real thing, and I look forward to that results email coming soon. That's right. You had a holiday recently. Yeah, I went. I went camper vanning up the trip. Uh, sorry, up the trip, up the coast. <laughs> Yeah, we was we had a few trips and stumbles along the way, but uh, it was it was a great adventure. Certainly not Mark's scale, but but absolutely Mark inspired. And yeah, we went up the New South Wales coast, um, up through the Central Coast, the Hunter, and up as far as Port Macquarie. Turned around, returned, and, and took in some of the local park run sites along the way. I have to go back simply. I enjoy that when I go on a holiday. Um, in- going and visiting all the parkrun courses that are within reach and doing freedom runs. So I assume that's what you did. Yeah. Well, only one legitimate freedom run up at Fingal Bay, which was lovely. Certainly took a few glimpses at some of the other courses as we as we passed by. Couldn't quite convince some of the lilies to, to step out. And, yeah, my, uh, my legs weren't quite in running condition at that point anyway. So, uh, yeah, it was good to um, 
yeah, good good to see the the sights and and just you know, start making the plans. So, have you lost some fitness during? COVID? Well, yeah, the, look, the COVID journey, you know, I suppose everyone's journey has been varied, hasn't it? I've, I've gotten a lot of motivation and um, have been jumping on the virtual run bandwagon. So I was fortunate to enjoy the, and you did it too, Mel, didn't you? The virtual city to surf? I did. Yeah, way back in October. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we had a great turnout locally and you know, did our own version of the city to surf in Shell Harbour and um, went on to the, the virtual point to Pinnacle, which you know, makes me very jealous to hear you uh, travelling to Tasmania, Mel, because that's absolutely on the bucket list for next year now to, to take on the point to Pinnacle up Kanani or Mount Wellington. I've had friends that have done that. That's, um, I believe, quite a challenging event. Yeah, looks looks amazing. And if my own version is anything to go by, I need a lot of lot more preparation. <laughs> oh, I reckon those Shell Harbour legs all stand you in good stead, Ollie. But in the meantime, I uh, yeah look forward to some some um, free weekly timed five k's and and probably the odd not park run in there as well. Obviously, uh, you know, there, there may be another week or two before things get up and running. So I'll still enjoy listening uh, to some of our Channel Five news crew park running along the way and and mel we've actually got a roving report to listen to we do yes let's listen to that ollie who who, who is it yeah so talk has had the results email so talk um talk was fortunate enough to visit mount ainsley park run uh, in the act just this last park run day gone so uh yeah let's have a listen Howdy park runners, Toc reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today I'm coming to you from a real live actual park run and I am so excited. My heart rate is going nuts today. This is so good. I'm standing at the start line of a park run. I'm looking at about a hundred or more park runners. Everyone's fairly well isolated and distance, which is fantastic to see. Everyone's following the rules. Um, We've driven up the highway to Canberra and we've come to Mount Ainsley. We're just in behind the War Memorial. I can see Parliament House from where I'm standing at the moment. And this is a cracker of a course. I'm looking at a uh, dirt course that goes out over some rolling hills uh, through a forest. So it's going to be an awesome little run to get into. And did I tell you, I am so excited to be back at Park Run. Chat later, guys. Howdy, Park Runners. We've Finished Mount Ainsley Park Run. It's a uh, mildly undulating park run, but I'm with a couple of park runners here. I'm with Brett and Lee. Where are you guys from? Away from Shell Harbour. So you might know one of the uh, hosts of the Park Run podcast, a young Mr Ollie. We do know Mr Ollie. We know him very well. He's a very good man. We do. Hi, Ollie. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Brendan and my favourite yes. person in Parkrun, M. We all know M. We all know M. You can't go to Shell Harbour Parkrun and not know M. Yeah. That's fantastic. And uh, what did you think of the course today? Um, oh, well, that's our first Parkrun in nine months after the lockdown and everything. And um, always find runs at Canberra. This is only our third run in Canberra. Always find them a bit tougher because of the higher altitude from what we're used to. So um, it was good. Uh, it, it was tough because we well, used to quite undulating. I'll go quite hilly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, up on the uh, surface is pretty good. The bit of gravel and that is just a little bit softer than running on concrete. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, being from Shell Harbour, we're used to running on the gravel. It's, it's a fair bit of gravel and beach there. So sort of similar in a way. Um, but, yeah, not bad at all. Not bad. 
It just doesn't have that lovely little beach section that Shell Harbour has. It's one of my favourite courses. It's a beautiful little beach section, but geez, it gets in the legs. It's <laughs> <laughs> soft sand. And uh, first run in nine months, so um, happy with the time you come back in? Uh, yeah, it's well and truly outside PB, but PB was on a flat run down at Bateman's Bay, so this is very different to that. But um, yeah, happy enough with it being the first run back. Got under 30, so happy with that. And uh, big smiles back at Park Run again. We're both in black 100 T's, so we've obviously done a few. Yeah, we've done, I think Lee's done... Oh. About 150, I think. And I've, I don't know, I've done about maybe 130 or something, maybe yeah. like something like that, yeah. And it sounds like you've done a little bit of touristing on different events with a couple of spots. Yeah, we've, geez, we've done um, Cairns and Noosa and a few in Canberra, Tasmania, one in Hobart. Yeah, probably done about eight or nine different ones apart from Shell Harbour. Oh, cool. It's always good to get around and uh, experience a different course and a different run. And some of the courses you'd get to would be a little bit flatter than Shell Harbour. Bateman's Bay is the flattest we've done and, um, and Cairns. But, and uh, most of them are flatter than Shell Harbour. <laughs> yeah, most of them are flatter than Shell Harbour, yeah, yeah. But it's always good to go and do the different ones. We kind of try and plan trips away around some of the different park runs. So if we're going somewhere, we try and find out where the park run is and if we can get to it because it's... Uh, it's always different. It's always nice to do something different. All right, guys. Well, thanks for the quick chat and um, enjoy your day. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you around the traps. Good on you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Hey, guys. We're we're just past the finish line. I'm sitting here with our two lovely barcode scanners today, all dressed in orange. Guys, um, is this your home park run? Uh, it is for me. Yeah, I guess I've moved to Canberra now, so it is for me. <laughs> so you've moved to Canberra from WA. The, WA. So where was your home over that way? Uh, Canning Bridge. Canning, Canning. Okay. I know a couple of people from over that way. Funny how a small park run world. Yeah. And um, volunteering today, there's a good crowd has come through. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really good. It's been nice to see how many people have come back since we started back again a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I should have said uh, your names are. I'm Danielle. I'm Wendy. No worries. Yeah, no, it's a look. It's a lovely course. We've done a couple around Canberra, and uh, I love the little rolling hills that you've got here. Yeah. <laughs> rolling hills. It's deceptive. I, yes. I think people people think that it's uh, going to be an easy one, but uh, yeah, there's a few little quite hard hills in there. And what sort of numbers do you think have come through today, judged from your normal? Like 150? Yeah, about that. About 140, 150. I think that's pretty normal. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And um, how long have you been doing park runs? Well, I've I've been doing it since uh, probably about late 2018. Yep. Um, Sort of off and on. Um, yeah, what about you? Uh, I think I started at the end of, tw- like, midway through 2019, and I've yeah. very, very intermittently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things people seem to get a little bit intermittent to start with, and then it just draws you in and draws you yeah. in. And then, and then suddenly... draws all your family in and your friends. And, <laughs> and suddenly your weekend is planned around park run and uh, yep. it's your existence. Yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I was uh, I was pretty happy to hear that last weekend my mum up in Toowoomba uh, went back to her first park run post COVID as well. So. Excellent. That's really good. Yep. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's nice to see everyone getting back on the horse. <laughs> and so, other than uh, Mount Ainsley, have you done many other courses around? I've done a couple in Can- like I've done a few in Canberra and a few up in Queensland as well. Yep. Um, I've done Burley Griffin as well. Okay. Yeah. Trying yep. to get out to more of them. <laughs> get out and uh, 
become a Territorian, do all the uh, Canberra events. Yeah. And There's new... not that many in Canberra and they're pretty close together, so it's easy. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys, enjoy the rest of your day and uh, thanks for having a quick chat. Thanks, yeah, no you worries. too. Howdy, guys. I'm here with Rebecca. Rebecca was <laughs> RD today. Um, and I've got to tell you, it did my heart real good to hear a run brief today. Oh. After nine months, it was just awesome listening in. Oh, no, well done, you did a great back. job. I know, it's so good to be back, isn't it? And um, for, for the listeners at home, give us a bit of a course description of what Man Ainsley's like. Okay, so it's um, trail, um, a fire trail mainly, with uh, maybe, should we say, a few undulations? Well, I've, you ran it today, how did you find I've, the I've undulations? I've been calling it undulations. <laughs> I've had various descriptions from mountains to undulations, depending on who I'm talking to. Yeah, that's to, right. But that's right. I try not to mention it too much in my run briefing because, like, you do see people, like, the horror on their faces, especially when people think that that first hill is the, the is the hill. But no, it gets worse than that. <laughs> no, no, it's a lovely course. Actually, um, it's been one of my favourite ones to run around. Yeah, it's I, a I lovely love course. The yeah. rolling horse rolling hills and that and it was just a sensational yeah, little course yeah it was it's, it is it's good it is one of my favorite actually it's definitely best in canberra <laughs> I, I didn't see any of the promised kangaroos out on site no, though i know i think we've upset them too much um <laughs> being back there was a few the first weekend we came back after um the shutdown there was a few around i think they got used to having the place to themselves but yeah they've, they i think they know that we're back now and they leave us alone for yeah it. yeah and this is obviously your home course. Yes, yes, yes. It's not my closest one to home, but this is my home course. It's yeah, your home course. Yeah. 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 Now we came up here in New Year's Day to do Mount mm-hmm. Ainsley, and yeah. um, we got to enjoy a very lovely breakfast of yeah. poppies with. Uh, I've got to say, there was probably a hundred people in for breakfast on yeah. that day on a non-park run. On day. a non-park run day. Yeah, that we were most. I think we did their business quite good with uh, all the cancellations we were having because of the smoke. But yeah, that was a shame. We were like when we had just left it and left it, left it right yeah. to the last minute to call it off. But yeah, we it couldn't have done called. it. Yeah, we nah, couldn't have done it. it. No, it was horrible. But, um, it was well worth the trip to come back yeah. up because I'm glad you enjoyed this it. has been a cracker of a course. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's 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 a lo- like I say, it's a lovely course. Best one in Canberra, and I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I hope to see you again soon. No worries. Thanks a lot, Rebecca. Thank you. Cheers. How good was it to hear Tox's voice coming from Mount Ainsley Park Run, event 101, and only the emotion in his voice, like he was dead set excited to be there. Understandably so, but it was, yeah, it was lovely. It's nice to hear, obviously, Tox getting his turn to, to rejoin official park run and, and get that experience thank you very much talk and jackie ran a pb yes a park run pb at mount ainsley with the elevation well done jack hats off to you you've obviously been getting fit and not not like me over <laughs> my, my times have gone the opposite direction over covid but yeah brilliant so big pat on the back to jackie for doing that and ollie there were some familiar voices in there brett and lee from shell harbour that's right it's always lovely to hear some of the shell harbour family or see here and um, yeah, what a nice surprise. Um, Brett and Lee obviously camping out there at the moment and um, well done Shell Harbour. Team Shell Harbour, as it were. And yeah, it's 152 at Mount Ainsley. So that's pretty good uh, attendance by all accounts. And for the very first year, Toc has embraced the ugly singlet. It's the first one he's bought. Yeah. So what, what do you think is the point of difference this year, Mel? FOMO, definitely. <laughs> 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 oh, look, I, I think the ugly Christmas singlet just epitomises 
the FOMO experience, doesn't it? Look, it might have been the bright colours. Tock's a little bit partial to bright colours, especially with his costumes. So, yeah, maybe that's what got it over the line. They definitely look stunning in the photo that I saw in their ugly Christmas singlets. Having said that, ugly Christmas singlets, Ollie, they're flooding my Facebook feed. They're, they're popping up everywhere and it's just absolutely fabulous to see. So it's next weekend. It's a very exciting time, yes. Potentially by the time that our listeners are hearing this, um, they're out there enjoying it or if, if they're listening in advance, they're enjoying it in advance. You're right. You've got to listen in advance before the podcast is out. (laughs) (laughs) I think COVID's done something to my grasp of reality and time here, but um, or maybe it's just the bright colours. Yeah, the um, The time travelling listeners. That's right. (laughs) Well, look, it's it's a very special singlet, and it's been fantastic to see so many people enjoying it. I'm really looking forward to Park Run Day and not Park Run Day this IOSC or International Ugly Christmas Singlet and Shirt Day, December 19th. It's almost here. It is. So I did a little bit of searching to see all these photos and I noticed in the Streaky group, Streak to New Year's Day, we are now. Previously, Streaky September. I noticed Pippa White from the UK posted photos of herself wearing her ugly Christmas singlet, doing her run together but apart with her running buddy, Christine Imbert. And Christine... Christine also posted her photo in her ugly Christmas singlet. She attempted the, let me say, oh, I've got to get this right, the Heldon Forest Park Run route. That was really good to see. Oh, it's lovely. No, well done, Pippa and Christine. Absolutely love seeing the singlets and um, don't they stand out nice and bright? The singlets on a streak. Yes. <laughs> Streaky singlets. <laughs> and over on Insta, there was a couple of posts too I found. Um, My Glory Box said, we launched the ugly Christmas singlet before the official International Ugly Christmas Singlet Shirt Day because we can't wait. So that's people getting getting ahead. Maybe they're like your time travellers, Ollie. They're, they're <laughs> that's right. That's right. Any any way to enjoy it uh, just for that little bit longer, if it involves time travelling, then, yeah, it just has to be. And then also on Insta, Crazy Scottish Running Girl said, when you're trying to read through ALS stuff and get happily distracted by International Ugly Christmas Singlet arriving. So, Ollie, I don't know what ALS stuff is. Do you? No, can't say I do. Um, okay. Well, it sounds important. <laughs> <laughs> but she was distracted by mail, so ugly Christmas singlet mail. So that's that's got to be a good thing. Absolutely. Look, hopefully it helped focus in the long run. I can understand the distraction. And over on the International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day Facebook page, mm-hmm. we had some posts. So Michael Little posted a photo of himself and said, drowning in an ugly Christmas singlet at the Brisbane Roadrunners annual Dash and Splash, today known as Splish and Splash. So well done, Michael. Looking great in your ugly Christmas singlet. And Gabrielle Nair said, Fluffy's Northern Hemisphere cousins in Kimberley, Nottinghamshire, had splendidly attired visitors today. They seemed underwhelmed. So, and the photo is a Gabrielle and a friend in a photo with emus in the background. So that must be a wildlife zoo in Nottinghamshire that's got emus. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they appreciated the, the connection. You know, we've obviously seen the connection um, in recent weeks with our, uh, our koalas, with the, the koala types. So uh, it's nice to see some emus connecting with Fluffy there via the singlet. And Jennifer Nutchie, I hope that's how you say it, Jennifer, added a photo of herself and a friend with two little Lego men running in ugly sweaters and wrote a poem. So I thought I'd read you the poem. Would you like to hear the poem, Ollie? Oh, yes, please. And I have to say that that Lego picture was spectacular. 
I know. Yeah. Little Lego men in ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> How cute's that? Um, so anyway, Jennifer's Christmas parkrun poem. With matching shirts and barcones ready, we spread the Christmas cheer. Another parkrun, slow and steady, with thanks to the volunteers. Today was wet with lots of rain, with puddles and mud and mess. However, we dare not complain, for parkrun's back, we're blessed. With a bit of distance and extra discretion, Saturday feels right once more. Now that parkrun is back in session, our fitness we must restore. So all the special Christmas treats we'll not need to turn away because we'll have earned our feast from park running today. How good's that? No, that, that is um, fantastic. It's almost like a throwback to the poem zone. No, just, just a lovely one. Well done and thank you. Yes. Certainly the one that, that stood out to me, look, I, I don't think you can get much more appropriate at the moment than combining the ugly Christmas singlet with someone by the name of Mel. There seem to be lots of Mel's at the moment, I think we've discussed, and Fluffy himself. But, yeah, Mel from Nambour, posing with the real the real star. Fluffy himself. Yes. And can Emil look handsome? Because, like, he's just looking right at the camera and he does look pretty handsome. So I think he knows that he's famous. I, I think I think he's getting the idea. I mean, I think Fluffy gets Parkrun, obviously has, has seen this tribute. So, um yeah, but that's a brilliant photo. Anyway, it's nearly Christmas too, Ollie. Yes, it's that time of year, possibly when uh, an extra park run or two helps with all the Christmas food. I know it does for me, usually, when I can drag myself out. What are your plans for Christmas this year, Mel? Family, family coming to my place. The house, while I was away in Tasmania, I came back and, you know, the Griswolds. Surely you've seen that film National yes. Lamp. Yeah, that, that particular one I have seen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's what my house I came home to. Paul got um, got a bit excited with the Christmas lights while I was gone. It's the first year we've decorated the house with Christmas lights. It lights up the whole street at night. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a bit of Christmas cheer and tradition-wise, I don't know, just the kids are coming over hopefully. Yep. Come and, uh, do you do real tree or fake tree? We are certainly, uh, for the last few years, we're on the fake tree uh, line at the ledger. Uh, we, we did have real trees and I remember the days growing up in Tassie uh, with a pine forest, you know, grow your own tree. Yeah, it's, it's fake now. So we, we don't have that wonderful pine scent floating about the house and uh, we're getting very good at, at knowing the order of those branches. Um, <laughs> even now the labels have fallen off. I got to tell you that I have always been a big fan of the fake tree that you just get out of the box whenever you feel like putting it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, there's no having to go and get it or nagging to go and get it and then having the dead tree for weeks and weeks and nagging to get rid of the dead tree (laughs) and the pine needles (laughs) all over the floor. So I've always been like, no, fake tree. It's just a lot easier. But my kids have always wanted the real tree. My, my adult kids, mind you, um, have always wanted the, the real tree. So this year I was like, oh, it's been such a tough year. Let's get a real tree. So we do. We have this. Um, so And Paul was in charge of that again this weekend when I was in Tassie. He was in charge of going out to get the real tree. So, yeah, that's what we've done this year. But the house doesn't smell of pine, so I don't know. We must have an unscented tree. <laughs> I don't know what went wrong with that. Desensitised. Um, well, maybe that comes a, a little later, hopefully before it reaches that slightly brown <laughs> stage. But... And it's dying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, that, nice, that'd be say. lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And so any other traditions, Ollie? Is there maypoles involved with food? <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that overdue maypole. Well, look, yes, traditions, absolutely. Yeah, certainly on my wife's side, they're very much embracing the Scandinavian traditions. At least that's, you know, that's their version of the Scandinavian traditions where it's, it's Christmas Eve and that's that's spread into Christmas Eve day. So it's a, it's a day of fun rather than a night of fun these days. Yeah, look, we get up and do it all again on Christmas Day. Um, head on down to my auntie's farm after probably two lunches by about 2pm for another lunch at about 6pm. Um, spend some time <laughs> with the horses and, and the goat and, and the kangaroos. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it will be a much calmer Christmas this year, we hope. Um, obviously, hope everyone's well, um, stays well and uh, feels well, um, given the year we've been through and, and obviously the risks that uh, continue to, to face us all. But it will be, um, it'll be nice to have a Christmas not looking up and watching the, uh, the firefighting aeroplane shooting over us at about 30 metres I'm a poor judge of distance, maybe 50 metres every five minutes. Yes, let's hope for a safe Christmas and um, safe from fires and um, national emergencies and COVID. Yeah, we're very lucky here in Victoria too. There was a a very long time where we thought that Mm. we wouldn't be getting to see our family for Christmas. So, um, again, our, our thoughts go to those in other countries that are not having it as easy as we are and, and that will not maybe have the freedom to catch up with their family. So we wish you all a very Merry Christmas as well and hopefully yeah. that it will pass. Uh, yeah, and the vaccine's getting run out in, in the UK and America. So hopefully yeah. that will make a big impact. Yeah, hopefully it brings some some good news um, and and helps us you know, find a bit more stability out there. Um, yeah, look, I, I certainly encourage everyone to to keep in touch. Um, for those enjoying a Christmas Day park run or something similar, you know, enjoy share the love with us. Um, for those who uh, might be missing out, reach out and um, you know, and um, you know, be there virtually. W- will you be? Christmas Day not park running, Mel? I don't know. (laughs) I'm still in the sulky I can't park run on Christmas Day for real corner. Um, Probably my kids will be quite happy because they've not been real fans of mum nicking off to park run on Christmas morning. And so I don't know, maybe, maybe. Uh, I suppose maybe I've got to dress Daryl up and maybe (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it'll be the final Alice Palace Park run because I tell you what, it's it's I, I'm ready for it to finish. <laughs> I'm getting slacker and slacker. Last week was just um, no frills park run. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't do any dress ups or anything. Zoe wasn't actually home, so she was at a she was at family's for the weekend. So I was like, oh, I'm off the hook. <laughs> Yeah, she's, yeah. she's still encouraging me every week, like, oh, we've got to do it, Mum. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm probably nearly extinguished all my ideas for dress-ups and um, themes uh, other than I've potentially got enough country flags to do a closing ceremony. Oh, well, there we are. So uh, next year you're covered. Yeah, oh, well. You know, maybe there's a maybe there's just a, a volunteer version 
this this Christmas and uh, uh, Daryl can have a quick barcode scan. and <laughs> I'll put him in a wheelbarrow and Paul can run him around the course. <laughs> It's it's obviously a, it's an opportunity maybe for a bit more balance and and look I'm I'm not sure if we'll be Christmas Day park running I've only done it once myself so uh, the family very much not in the habit to um to to get dragged out on Christmas Day I was uh, I was like the dog let out the gate last Christmas uh, quick off you go yeah hurried back but um yeah I think yeah th- this year it might just be a more casual one very good. Well, we probably should wrap up and I will see you in the new year. Yep, certainly look forward to it. Thank you, Mel. That's about all from us this week, Ollie. We can hand the reins back over to Mel for next week and she can give you all the lowdown on how International Ugly Christmas Singlet and Shirt Day went. Merry Christmas, Ollie. Merry Christmas, Mel. The Bush and the Ferrari back in the garage, safe and sound. Uh, We hope that you all have a safe and Merry Christmas. Uh, We hope that you take care and, and to hear from you all in the new year.